Yo, what's good, extended fam? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. <laughs> yeah. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I recommend a computer. We're professionals here. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Try to catch me slipping there. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Chip. You're with your baby girl. You've been practicing your mamas and dadas for weeks. And now she looks up and begins to mouth her very first words. This is the moment you've been waiting for. It's time to visit your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer and test drive the all-new GLE. With the first era of the Mercedes-Benz user experience and optional third-row seating for your whole family. Smart mama. Smart Dada. Visit MBUSA.com slash GLE to learn more. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. Some equipment described as optional. It's your boy Flaw 700, aka Flaw Claw Van Dam, aka Flaw Cigar. Oh! AKA your boy, Dump Some Goy. And once again, y'all already know when the episode starts off like that, man, we are missing the brother. Shout out to Fresco, he couldn't make it this week. He will be back next week, though. But I have um, an, honor- an honorary brother who came through today. To bless us, it just seems like every time Fresco don't come, the angels bless me with you know one of my one of my main skillets uh, to come through and help your boy out. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, y'all know this guy, man, Big J. What's good? What's going on, brother? And <laughs> life is good. Life no complaints. Good. You already know how that goes. We are on the same like wavelength when it comes to stuff like that, man. We on our audio book tips. We on our right. trying to be better men, trying to be better fathers, right? Trying to teach the truth to the young black youth. That's what we do, right? So Absolutely. it's always a treat when players meet. <laughs> <laughs> Was that rehearsed or no? No. All right, cool. This is all off the top. <laughs> he's got he's got his poetry mojo back. But, uh, you know, tell the people what's going on. Tell the people who you are, things like that. I, mean, I know DJ Big J, Big J, Big Teddy, uh, you know, one third of the town podcast, one half of uh, Not Safe for Work podcast, you know, Big J Productions, LLC, business owner, mm. father of teenage twins. Speaking of that, LLC. LLC. We got Mr. Baby. LLC in a building. I'm, I'm LLC as well. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. My um, my tax advisor set me up because he knew I'd be slow on the ball. He like, yo, man, you need to get you blah, say blah. I'm like, I got you. And he was just like, all right, you, you playing. Check your email. And boom, set it up for me. Yeah, I did the same thing. I just wanted to start the year off right. So yeah. when I um hit my uh same thing, had my best friend up. She got her accounting degree. So I was like, yo, just, huh. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my information. I can't, I can't, I can help it. But I can't help being a procrastinator, man. There's just so much that I need to do that I put to the side and I need to stop that. But saying need is procrastinating. I will stop that. Right. So, um, and I, you know, I just started, you know, my business, the Pod Express. And what I do is I use my uh, my cash app um, to make the transactions. 
Okay. And um, when people send me um, my bread, I then transfer all of my money into another account that I have. So, like, I got all the money that I've made so far off my account. Okay. Goes into this special account that I, you know, I track my business finances from. But before we get into that, man, (laughs) before we get into that, we got... Not only I, now, I just introduced an honorary brother. I want to introduce another honorary brother. This dude is part of the squad. I don't care what nobody say, man. This guy here has this is his third or fourth episode, third I believe, um, episode of the podcast, brothers. But what makes it special I is think he fourth. Fourth, I'm thinking fourth too. Yeah. This brother comes all the way from Atlanta, GA, to be on this show. Yeah. And when we did our live show, he kind of. Uh, Jumped it off for us, man. Because, you know, anybody that's done a live show know that the nerves is there. You might want to drink a little bit. You might want to smoke a little bit. Whatever your vibe is. But before we started the show, uh, Jaden Hollywood grabbed the mic first. He was the MC. He controlled the crowd. Absolutely. And once I saw how they gravitated towards him, I was like, he just warmed it up for us, man. So now when we grabbed the mics, they was already in tune. Right. Um, He gave out uh, gift cards. Um, um, So... Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Jaden Hollywood. What's going on, man? What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Jaden Hollywood, a.k.a. Mr. Money Moves, www.letsmakemoneymoves.com. Financial life coach, credit repair specialist, and accountant, soon to be CPA, mm. based in Atlanta, Georgia. So, yeah. You already said I'm doing too much when it comes to my... Uh... Yeah, see, what you need to do, first of all, talk to I need to see... Your um your CP one forty five that's the the SS four which is what your tax advisor did for you to get your LLC mm-hmm. because um we need to talk about establishing business credit right right um we need we need to figure out are you official in the state of Jersey or did you get your state business license mm. that's that's the next step we need to talk about um getting your the steps towards getting business credit mm-hmm. and get you a free business banking account mm. because the cash app, I'm going to be honest. If I'm doing business with somebody and they say, you know, I take cash to me, it just sound a little ghetto. I'm okay. Just be okay. Honest. okay. I know people are used to doing cash app, but as far as business is concerned, like, and if any money that's going into, we're going to get a little bit more into that later, but any money that's going into your business account isn't, I mean, into your personal account, in the eyes of the IRS, that looks very convoluted. Okay. So you should have everything separate. So we need to make sure that your licensure is separate. We need to make sure your credit is separate. And your business credit has nothing to do, in a sense, with your personal credit. Okay. So don't don't start to think that your personal credit score is going to hinder your uh, business credit because what you're going to do if your house gets flooded and all your equipment gets ruined mm. do you have the bread to drop to get everything i mean you got some nice equipment here this is a very nice um tripod, tripod that we got here this is not the <laughs> tripod that i got that costs 8.99 on amazon this is a very <laughs> nice macbook pro that you got here mm-hmm. i'm assuming this costs at minimum 1300 mm-hmm. which is cheaper than the 900 macbook air that i got you got a nice uh mixer interface over there it looks like it got some little buttons where mm-hmm. you can get a soundboard you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying a lot of niggas ain't got that mm-hmm. so you got some really nice stuff right here we want to make sure that all of this is protected. Okay. All right. Well, as you can see, five minutes into the episode. God, God, God has me here for a reason, bro. <laughs> Everything he just said, I'm sitting here like, 
I've been wanting to know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of things that um, we're going to touch on that you know I need as as um, a man who just got his EIN. Um, what more do I need to do? Because I went online without doing anything and just was like, let me see if I can get a credit card just under my EIN. And it was just like, nah, you just it doesn't work that way. You just can't go and be like, let me just put some credit under my name. Yeah. So. That's my, huh? my habit is, and what you said you that you that you did, I I've st- had to stop myself a number of times. What you mean? From because I'll just go in and just start running stuff. I'm like, hmm, it's separate from my social. Let me just run stuff, and, it was, and I'm thinking. So I'm asking people like, should I do that? It's like, no, like mm-hmm. you have to. You can't do that. It doesn't work that way. So okay. like I said, I'm here for a reason. So. Yeah, it's, it's not even because you were just like, because I asked you, what are you doing here? You just came to kick it with me. You just like, yo, you got X, Y, and Z going on. But then something said, you know, let me just go kick it with the brothers. Correct. So at, at the end of the day, yes, you are here for a reason. Right. So with that being said, um, before we get into the questions in the interview with Jaden Hollywood, you guys want to talk about your weeks? Yeah, um, I had a pretty solid week. I only had half a work week because mm-hmm. the week prior uh, went to California. Or a, we're going to call it a business trip. Mm, that's know, what we're going to call it. The IRS is watching. They're listening. <laughs> okay, so if they audit me, I got names. I got <laughs> places we met. Okay, I did yeah. a lot of networking in California <laughs> for a week. Okay, so I have never been to California as far as... I, I, the last time I was in California, I was three years old. So mm. my memory doesn't go back as that far. That don't count. But um, so... I went to L.A. I went to... Okay, so L.A. is kind of like... We're just going to consider that the center, central part, right? And then north of L.A. is a city called Reseda, which is a part, technically a part of L.A. It's like in the valley, right? Okay. So that's where my best friend lives. And so I, I got to see that area. I got to see the actual, um, like the boulevard where all of the... the, walk, the what is it called? The... Walk of Fame or something like that. Okay. Yeah, where okay. all the stars are. Um, that was that was a cool experience. It reminded me a lot of Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got to see. I didn't go to Inglewood or Compton, but you know, next time. Uh, and then I also went to Palm Springs. Can I intervene real quick? Yeah. Tell us what's in Compton because some people may think negative about Compton. Like, why would you just want to go to Compton? But Compton is just bigger than. The blue and the red. Like, so what else is in Compton that you wanted to see? I'm not sure. I just wanted to you see just wanted it to for go. myself. Okay. Because I feel like growing up, we see so much on TV and in the media. And then when you get to that place, it's like, oh, this is not what I expected. Right. Okay. And I've done a lot of traveling. I'm blessed to be able to to travel because a lot of people don't don't have the disposable income to ever leave their city. So let me just say that being able to travel is a big deal for me. So while I'm young, I want to experience all different cities. So I just wanted to see what it was actually like in person. And um, and I know, you know, Nipsey passed away not too long ago. Yes. So I kind of wanted to see what that area was like. I I know by the time I went there, they had already cleaned it up, though. Like mm-hmm. the, the candles and stuff weren't there. So, um, but I still wanted to just, you know, feel the energy Okay, um, over there. They and still have the truck out. They still have the Brinks truck. The one that he had made. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's still out there, and I believe his car is still out there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see. That. I did, did see that. Yeah, but they yeah. did close the store down. Yeah, but that's dope that you wanted to go because just like you say, energy. 
we should change the energy. Yeah. That, that's why I stopped in Ag because you don't hear nobody saying I'm going to Cali to see to visit Compton because yeah. of the movies and the stories that we heard. It's all negative. Yeah. So now we can just say, hey, I'm going to Cali. I'm make sure that Compton or any part of California besides the fancy places that you know we can actually visit. So yeah. And I'm blessed to also be an empath so I can feel energy. Mm-hmm. So that's why I wanted to definitely go there because I, I, I can only imagine what I would feel right. in that area. Um, but I also went to Palm Springs for a few days. And that's like kind of like the desert area. That's where they have Coachella. And really, that was just to de, like detox all the energies and all of the people. Because I've been working overtime from... December all the way to end of April. I've been working overtime. So um, minimum 50 hours a week. We're looking Mm. at 52. Uh, On average, it was 52 hours. So some weeks we got 70. Some weeks we got 60. Some weeks we got 45. But I... I ha- it has not been normal for me to work a 40-hour work week in years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think it's important to find balance. So I wanted to go and just literally shut myself off. It was even hard because I'm working with a new social media person, and they're trying to get me to be, you know, a little more interactive with people on social media and really show them the things that I'm experiencing. But So I showed a little bit, but I didn't want to show too much just because I – I just wanted to just enjoy myself, mm-hmm. you know, and um, like a blog, like traveling. No, not really, but just be more active. Okay, like especially on my stories and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, you're like the people that you're you're one of the people that like to enjoy the moment instead of recording. Exactly. You go to a concert and your phone is either in your pocket yeah. or you'll snap a picture to or record a little bit. But the main event, you're just yeah. sitting there in awe. Yeah, I, exactly. I, yeah. So um, that, that was that. Yesterday was Pod and Live NYC. So shout out to T with Queen and Jay for putting that event on. It was a, um, a lot of cr- content creators, a lot of podcasters, a lot of people of color. It was just a dope. The energy was great. Everybody was chilling. Everybody was having a good time networking, all that good stuff. So, yeah, it was a really dope event. I met a lot of people. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm mad I missed it, but um, get them next year. Jay, how was your week, buddy? Yo, my week is like blank, bro. Okay, <laughs> perfectly honest with you. You know, it's just waking up, going to work because you because you doing what you do. I mean, work. I, I do so much, like producing, creating. Yeah, so daddy. Like my schedule, my schedule is basically Sunday through Wednesday is my time after work that I have free. Mm-hmm. So it's either I'm recording a podcast. Um, I'm recently entered in a situation, so trying to <laughs> trying to balance that out and giving someone else my time other than mm. the studio. And then, uh, you know, I mentor on Thursdays, um, and then Fridays is either DJing uh, or I mean, daddy life. Uh, this week I was kid kid free. Uh, my twins uh, with their mom. Um, my one daughter has a dance competition and King of Pressure, and she had to beat her at six. Mm-hmm. I DJ last night. Was not yeah. happening. <laughs> it wasn't happening. But um, yeah, it, my week was like it's a, a blur, man. It's, yeah, it's it'd a, be like that. You almost gotta with my job. I kind of have to harden my heart. Yeah, for the, for that time period, and then afterwards, it's almost like like it's weird. And then you know, I, I had ther- I went to my therapist uh, this week too. So yeah, that was a that was another thing. So my week my week was productive. So I'm. I'm in the same boat with uh, Mr. Hollywood, 
with my working hours, man. We've on the eighty. So I get paid biweekly, so we're talking about eighty hours, forty hours a week. But my check be saying a hundred hours, man. Like we really like it's, it's it's been a while since I've been able to work a forty hour work week. Now that's important for me because I work ten hours a day, which means I'm supposed to get a Friday off, a Saturday, and a Sunday. There's weeks where. We first off haven't had off a Friday and I don't know how long. So take that day away. <laughs> and then they say, Well, we still need some work done, so you guys come in on Saturday. So now we're talking about not only did I get my forty hours on Thursday, but you guys got us working Friday and Saturday. That's a fit that's technically a whole seven day week. And the only reason why we don't come in Sunday is because it's illegal. I really right. think they'd have us work on Sunday <laughs> every day, fam. It was actually just- is it illegal? <laughs> I don't think so. To to not have no days off, I think. You- I mean, I think that they no. I don't think it's illegal. I just think it's morally fucked up for them to expect you to work seven days straight. Nah, you can't. You can't work. I think it's six days in a row without a day off. Like that is like fact. six days in a row. Yeah, but he works six days in a row. You can't work more than six. Can't work more than six. So days they got us. They gotta give you so a break. Is that a Jersey thing? Well, I work in PA. I work in Marsville. Oh, I know Marsville. when I was at T-Mobile, that was one of the things where people like, because we used to could just come in. Was it in PA? No, nah, it was in Jersey. Like, you could just used to come in. That's something that's like, like Google. They, they'll look at you like, like you like can't do this, bro. Like Yeah, in Georgia, that's not the case. I remember being a bartender and working. Even It's like you work Wednesday through Thursday the next week. Mm-hmm. No days off. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. and I couldn't do that. I couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't. Like, no, let me tell you. Standing on my feet for over eight hours with no lunch break, and I'm only taking home like hundred dollars a day. You got? Oh hell no! Hell I got no. a whole college degree. I'm not yeah. doing this. I'm <laughs> not. I'm not. I'm mm-hmm. good. Um, um. Earlier in the week, I was um. Well, I was I was recording the Mama Yoga uh, show, Mind, Body, Energy, and Balance show, and one of the topics that she talked about was she said. And I can't quote her word for word. Is that sitting down for longer than four hours a day? It's the same thing. It's, it has the same effect on your body as smoking. Now I work at a desk job. I, I believe it. Yeah, I work at a. I have a desk job, and sometimes I'll sit there for hours out the day because I don't smoke, and I just be doing what I do. You need to get you a standing desk. I do. Go on Amazon. There. I have a standing desk. I just oh, don't stand. D- I don't stand. Okay, so that's a problem. <laughs> yeah. I stand for at least four hours a day. Mm, I should do that. I should do that. Just to. So I decided to get up and just walk around in the parking lot. Yeah. I did that, and this is this is it's, it's crazy. Don't tell me somebody thought you was a burglar and called the police on you. Oh, nah, 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 nah. But that would have been a thing, though, because you in a parking lot, I'm not a bunch of cars. A black man they with call a beard. The cops, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But my beard actually did me some justice. So I'm walking around in a parking lot, and my job consists of truck driving. Because, um, you know, toll, well, people don't know, but I work for Toll Brothers, and you had to take the lumber to the job site so they can build the house, blah, blah, blah. One of the truck drivers stopped mid-driving. was like, yo, is you a podcast, brother? I said, I sure am. <laughs> wow. He got out his truck. <laughs> yes, I am. Shook my hand. said, yo, man, like, I listen to y'all's show, man. Like, I, I'm a huge fan. He said he, he was honored. And I'm just sitting there like, I'm not used to like, cool, thanks. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. And turns out that I spoke to this man before. He was like, yo, we spoke on the phone before. But my first time seeing him, I guess he recognized me from the beard. I don't know. I didn't have a podcast brother shirt on. He just was driving, was about to pull out, stopped, was like, yo, you a podcast brother? I said, yeah. 
that's me, man. Um, and he just was like, yo, I listen to your show. I love your show. And he said, was you the one that said that Space Jam 1 was trash? He said, because that kind of hurt my feelings. I grew up on that. I was like, nah, that was my brother. And I was going to tell him, but he ain't here today. <laughs> but um, yeah, he wanted to let you know that Space Jam 1 is not trash. Mm. So uh, so that was that was beautiful. But once again, just like how the universe told you yeah. to come here, listening to the Mama Yoga show, like walk around, just get some air, get some real air. And I went out there and just like that, man, this guy was just like, yo, he made me feel like a celebrity, even though I am in my own right. Right. But he just popped out the truck. Was like, "Yo, let me shake your hand." Like, I, I, I love what you're doing out there. Then uh, we had my brother's surprise uh, party yesterday. So today's Sunday, and Saturday we had a surprise party. He turns thirty next week, though. But we had it this Saturday evening, last Saturday evening, and it was beautiful, man. You know, my brothers, my family, man, they turn out, man. Like, what party can you go to when we ain't there? You know what I'm saying? Like they right. they 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 do their thing. If y'all saw my Instagram stories, they do it all, man. When the um the Spanish music come on, when the um all like it's you sit there and be like, yo, how do y'all know these dances? How do y'all know these songs? Right. I don't know how, but I guess it's a Jersey thing, the Jersey club scene. Yeah, it could be that too. But I don't. But just how do you get that? Like That's universal now. I, I'm the type to go to a party. And the song will come on, and everybody already knows it. So let me Hell. ask you something about that. Is Jersey Club still a big thing? Like you got to ask DJ. I don't know. Twenty years ago, it, not twenty years ago, but two thousand nine. So ten years ago, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's bigger. It, it's bigger because you have. Uh, let me let me rephrase that. Jersey Club music. Yep. Okay. It depends. So are you talking about the dance? Like the, I'm not talking about like the dance. The, I'm just talking about the music because the, the house, like house music, then. Yeah, kind of like Baltimore had Baltimore club music, and that kind of died we have down. Jersey, we have Jersey Club. We have like the Little Man's DJ Bake, uh, DJ Telly Tell, J Hood. Yeah, yeah, J Hood. Yeah, yeah. So that that that's evolved and it's gotten bigger. Um, but then house music has also gotten bigger. So the old, up north older older head right. house music, the Follow Me's and all of that, that has gotten bigger as well. But yeah, the Jersey Club scene has has gotten huge because uh, when Khaled did the song with uh, Drake. Yeah, um, Missy, not Missy. Sierra, um, Sierra, Sierra, light it up. I think Missy did one too. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, they're using they're using Jersey like Jersey Club influence, but it's, it's becoming it right. Big. See, when I was I lived in Maryland back in two thousand nine, and this is back when before we had streaming services, we would go on YouTube to listen to music. Correct. So, but now I feel like they don't. I don't see it as much on YouTube. The the remixes. So are they on SoundCloud? SoundCloud, Apple oh. Music, Spotify. What about Title? I believe some are on Title as well. So the DJs that make mixes, they put them on. They make the songs up. They 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 have oh. turned to the stream. Okay, gotcha. All right, cool. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> I just I just pop up at a party and there's this new thing and this new dance and I'm just like I have no idea. I still don't know how to do the um That's dance old. dance to the left reverse. You don't know how to do the. T- Reverse. I like to pretend that I know how to do all those. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Yeah, right. Yeah, I, exactly. I don't. It's gotten so like it's gotten like so big at other with other songs that people forgot how to do electric slide. So when you put on the wobble, Cupid Shuffle, they know it. You put on electric slide, people are just like mm, how do we no do wow. it? Yeah. What do, like what do we do? Because like Jamie Foxx has a song that you that 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 step in, like they have a step to. Uh, it's different cultures 
have different songs that is it's a regular song, it's not even a step song, but they have a line dance to it. Before we, the Asian before community. we get into this episode, I just got one question. That Beyonce, um, before, before I let I you go, go is that fire? It is. It is? Okay. I just, I just. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Is it fire? What's the, what's the problem? I just want to know, is it fire? I, just, I don't, I, I literally don't see the problem with these young black people doing something positive. Some songs, though. I don't know if that song should be touched. Okay, you don't think it should be touched. You feel like it's a classic, but the person who made the song gave it the okay. Right, right, right. That, that's that's cool okay. because it's a check behind it. You know what I mean? But I think there's some songs, and it's not, and it's no not going Beyonce, but it's just like when I hear it, like I always want to hear the original version. What I like about it is that it brings like the younger younger crowd who will completely push that song away, like the original song away, which is very hard. It's very hard in our community to be, I don't care how young you are, you put Before I Let Go on, everyone knows it. I did that uh, when I used to do Anchor Bar on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. I played Before the I original? Let Go in the club. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't think the high schoolers nowadays, if you played that at a high school party. They know it. But are they? do they no, bring they the same know it, energy? Know yeah. that, okay. All right. Cool. So they know it. Um, but with Beyonce, she's made it more universal. Mm. I, me personally, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Now the end of it is cool because it, that's the whole Beyonce theme. Like she does, like the dance moves, and, like the get me bodied and all that. Yeah. All right, that's that. When people ask for it, I'll play it. Depending on the crowd and where I'm at, I'll blend it in with the old version. Okay, but weddings, cookouts, the original, they're all getting the original. If you don't ask for the Beyonce, unless you request version, it. Yes. Okay, I did a wedding where we did play the original, and a DJ in the crowd, which I hate, was like. Oh well, the original will go well. The the remix will go well with this one. I'm like, okay. He's like, yeah, I'm a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mm-hmm. <laughs> sit your ass down and enjoy yeah. yourself. Like, <laughs> but like, people will ask, they're like, can you play? I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll play it. But yeah, it's it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, it's it's, it's cool. cool. But I I know you like Beyonce. So I just wanted to see if it's something like my favorite artist or somebody that I really like might do something where I'm like, I wasn't feeling that. If anybody, I don't know do if it, that Beyonce was that. Beyonce is the person that can do it. Yeah. Well, but I'm saying, but there are some like our favorite artists, our favorite whoever we look up to or whoever we like, mm-hmm. they'll do something. We just be like, I don't think that was it. And I and honestly, I thought that was the first time that might have been it for Beyonce. It was just my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Might have been it. Where the people be like, no, yo, I love Bay, I love B, but that one wasn't the, it. The thing about Beyonce is that she's just. You know, changed so much over the last decades, and um, of anytime there's a big change, like when she came out with the album four, where it was more slow, it was more R and B versus right. the pop, then pe- a lot of people didn't like that because they they're used to the single ladies type mm-hmm. of Beyonce. So uh, great, you know. Album. Yeah. By the way, sorry. Great when, whenever you change, whenever you make a big change, or you change something with your brand, there's going to be some negativity brought. Correct. I mean, some people that are, that. Some dissatisfaction. So, yeah, I definitely understand where you're coming from. People stuck in their ways when it comes to, when it comes to that, right? So. And and let me let, Oops. let wrong one. Go ahead. Let me just say, I as I, I mean, I'm I'm a fan, but I'm not like you know, like like crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I do view her as a human being, 
I don't view her as like somebody I pray to or anything like right. that. Like, and when I do say stuff like that, it's just to troll people because I yeah. just think it's funny. Like, thank you, Beyonce, for waking me up this okay, morning. Okay, okay, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just be like, <laughs> and you know, people know that I'm joking, right? So I just, I just think it's funny to say stuff like that. But um, <laughs> I mean, uh, just the work, the work. Y'all saw Homecoming, right? Yes, not yet. Okay, so just the when you watch it, for me, I can't finish it. Okay, because it's it's just like. It's there's so much that so much sacrifice, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And um kind of like being a parent, right? Like let's say you were a single parent, right? And you literally had no mom, no dad, no no spouse, no brother, no sister to help you. It's a lot of time and effort that goes into nurturing anything, whether it's a dream or a baby. And the the sacrifice that she did to to bring that to us as the audience, you know what I'm saying? It was just, it was just groundbreaking, and it's just crazy to witness that. And that's yeah. why I said not yet, because I normally wouldn't watch anything like that. Not saying it's just Beyonce, but I've heard about what she went through to create this for us, like mm-hmm. the the time it took, mm-hmm. the rehearsals, to how long of the day she worked, and for that alone, it deserves my attention. Mm-hmm. It deserves for people to watch, and you'd be like, "Yo, you can't put this much time in just for." The special to come out because that's another thing. Albums, movies, whatever it is, we don't see the work that people put in. So sometimes we get the luxury, be like, I just don't want to see it. Right. But that person might have gave a life. They did. For this project. And if you care about this person at all, we're Beyonce. We all do. Beyonce is one of those artists, and I think is the artist, that we too busy comparing her to Mike so much. Right. That if something was to happen to her tomorrow, we all be like, Yo, she was the greatest of all time because her catalog, when people look back and we see her catalog and we listen to her music and watch her dance and we going to lose our mind. But we can't focus right now because we too busy not wanting her to be better than Mike. I feel like all of the greats have their own lanes and we should just enjoy that for what they are, whether yes, it be right. Janet, Beyonce, Michael Jackson, Elvis, even, you know, rap fans of Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj has been on the scene for a long time and she has done a lot over the past decade, but you know, just just let people be great. Yeah. That's what I. We got to stop comparing. Period. Yeah. It's like I hate it. Like I hate the conversation. Well, such and such versus such and such. I'm like, you can't stop doing it. Like, and I know it annoys you as a DJ because you you probably get it all the time. The fun part about that is it gives us like we can create. I could create an event off of a verse. So it, I uh, like I do the R and B and chill sometimes in uh, Mount Holly. So I'm thinking about doing like artist versus artist for like an hour segment. You get what I'm saying? Like when mm-hmm. when we had the okay, Jod- gotcha. like the Jodeci verse, uh, was it True Hill? Jagged, Jagged yeah, Edge, Jagged Edge oh, versus yeah, True Hill. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That's, that's a, good, a good, one. good segment to do, especially if you get real R&B lovers in the building where you can play those slow cuts versus slow cuts and then speed it up. But we, like I said, we compare we compare everything. Period. Uh, Jordan versus LeBron. Kobe versus Jordan. Uh, I had a debate. Uh, I had a debate with one of my DJs saying Chris Brown is this generation's Michael Jackson, and he was just like, "What parent is going out trying to get a Chris Brown leather jacket?" I'm like, "You got to think about it. We barely seen artists' lives back in that day, so we cherish them more. Now we can go on our phones and view everything that they're doing every day. So it's just like I love you." But I can see You're so accessible. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's accessibility about it. So it's, and I tell people that all the time. If you move to Georgia tomorrow, like you'll be missed here. 
because it's just I can't run on the floor anymore. Yeah, I can't see him. Like I can't pull. I can't pull up the Starbucks and be on the show, or I can't be pull up the Starbucks and watch the show. I just now I have to wait and listen. So Beyonce, that that homecoming joint, like her, I was I didn't even finish it. I like it was it was like it was crazy. Like when she was talking about the the struggles with motherhood. Yeah, like. Whew, well, um, mm. <laughs> I'm not crying. You crying? I, yeah, I think I got dishes in the sink that I got to do. I think who, who cutting up some onions? <laughs> yeah. So, um, especially being an entertainer. So, yeah. So, with that being said, man, I think we can definitely move into what we actually started the episode off with. Mr. Jaden Hollywood is here to teach us about our money, credit, business, you name it. If that's yeah. what we still doing. So with that being said, man, so Jaden Hollywood, I talked about my business, how I just started it, I got my LLCs and all of that. Why should you separate business credit from personal credit? Um, well, before we get into that, I want to talk about my business a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, do, so do that. Um, I run a business called The Great Jaden LLC, where I provide financial life coaching and um, credit repair services. So with the financial life coaching, it is different than what a lot of people offer mm-hmm. you can go get financial advice advisement you can go get financial planning but most of that is uh, more long-term like retirement and stuff like that and um, you have to have certain credentials that I'm not interested in getting okay to do that why not though because my background is more about accounting okay so with accounting we deal Versus financial planning, where they're dealing with the future. Accounting, we're dealing with mainly what already happened. Okay. You're giving me your bank statements, and I am putting together your financial statements, putting together your tax returns, and all that good stuff. But I noticed that there was a need for that financial life coaching because I have clients that I'm like, yo, why did you do that? Like, why would you go buy that without talking to me? Why are you doing this this way? Why do you have so many accounts? And it's there's a psychology behind why we spend what we spend money on. Okay, There's a psychology behind why there's a reason why everybody's credit score is the where it is. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like everybody has a story. And most of the time, like people need that person to tell them straight up, like, yo, stop it. Like you, you live in above your means, right? You only get paid $2,000 a month and your rent is 1800. <sighs> what are you doing? You want to live in Beverly Hills. You want to live in Buckhead. You want to live in a high rise building. You need to humble yourself, boo. Go ahead. 20 minutes outside the perimeter, get you a little one bedroom apartment. Go ahead, pay off your debt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like people are literally like, like. Moving to Atlanta, I've noticed that it's so many people that love to stunt. Like, people are going broke just to get likes. People are paying. They're sponsoring their IG posts just to get likes. Mm. Like, do do you understand the psychology behind that? Like, people are literally spending their money, time, and energy just for attention and to get likes. Can I ask one question based off that? What do you think is going to happen when IG hides the likes now? You hear that's coming, right? Yeah, I heard that's Instagram coming, but gonna hide the I likes. don't. I don't think that that's real because let's talk about the psychology <clears throat> behind social media. So Facebook and Instagram are owned by the same company, and what these companies are profiting off of is the fact that we as human beings have a great desire to be liked mm-hmm. and for attention. So what they do, they have these certain algorithms where if I post a picture right now and I get off Instagram, maybe three people are going to see it. 
in order for my post to get on, this is a this is a secret. So everybody, take out your pen and paper. In order for my post to pop up on other people's timeline, I have to go down my timeline and be active. I have to like. I have to comment. For my post to show up on other people's timeline. Yep. If I don't do that, it's not going to show up. So, and then they're like, well, if you really want your shit to show up, then you're going to have to pay us. Mm. So, because they know that we are, we are so pressed for that, they're going to, they're not, they're, I don't, I don't think that they're going to do that because they know that that is what's making the money. That's what's getting people to pay for posts. Yeah, it's so, on a dry run in Canada, right? Hmm? It's, it's, it's up in Canada. What's up in Canada? They're doing it in Canada. Oh, they are. Yeah, that's the. Test I didn't know they market. started. Okay. Yeah, that's the test market. But like you said, is that that's true? Because I'm going through my timeline. I'm like, I don't follow you, and it's like regular posts. A girl, it's a girl in a bikini, or it's a girl on her knees. It's the hashtag, and, a, and, a, and a, nah, it's not even a hashtag. Oh. It's, it's, it's it's models. Is that's all I see? I see models, and it's just like regular girls. And you go to their page, and it's just like. Like you're normal, yes. But it says sponsored posts, and I'm just like, oh, right, that's crazy. Someone told me that in order for like when we post for the podcast, brothers, um, what you should do for your post to get seen is to go find about five people and write under their posts five words or more, no less than five words. Mm-hmm. Like the pictures, and also write five words or more, and that'll get you seen more by you know whoever. But just like Jaden said, if you just post and you dip. Nobody's going to see that. Correct. Yeah. yeah um, that's why you get on Instagram and, and then people will be like, oh, my gosh, this is such a great video. And you'd be like, it's not a video, though. It's a picture. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, literally. Like, your like, page is so dope, dude. Like, all right. That's a. Right. I know this for is a fact. such an awesome post. Yeah. Check me out. Yeah. Like, clearly. Okay. Yeah. You're using a marketing service. And um, this is pathetic. That is. Because I don't okay. reply to those. Yeah. Um, and those hair pages, I I have a theory that oh they are goodness. the government. And Gotta I, be. I'm reporting all of them as spam because I know what's going on here. They're trying to watch, and mm-hmm. I'm good. Um, but back to your question. So with my business, um, what I do specialize in is getting people's personal credit up um, and then also helping them repair the damage that's been done to their credit, but also enrolling them in certain programs to continue to improve their credit. Uh, And also a lot of my, because my target market, the whole reason why I'm doing this is because I'm trying to change the psychology behind money within um, people of color, specifically black people, because we think that it's normal to be broke. We think that it's normal to struggle. We think it's normal to be late on bills. And I'm here to say that it's not normal. And I want everybody to be making the money moves that I'm making. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have all this knowledge for a reason, right? Um, so to the question about separating business credit and personal credit, it's a number of reasons why you want to separate the two. Um, for one, you want to separate, for your tax purposes, you want to separate um, all your expenses that you're getting for your business, you want to use your business credit for that. You don't want to use your personal credit cards for that, right. because convoluting the two is going to look like it's going to look like like you're like you're taking a draw, which technically shouldn't be taxable. But if the IRS really wants to, they can tax that at um, as uh, regular income. Mm-hmm. And then also, you also don't want either like. You also, if you have to file bankruptcy personally, you don't want that to affect your business. Mm-hmm. And if your business gets shut down, you don't want that to affect your person, your social security number. So that's why it's important to keep all that separate. Prospect. I mean, 
podcast um, example, which I know a lot of people do, mm-hmm. and they might need this examples. Example, playing music on your podcast. Mm-hmm. Eventually, when that, when you make it to where you want to make it to, the powers that be can come down on you and say, hey, you use our music without permission. Possibly sue you or do whatever. If your podcast is a legit business, a legit LLC, they can't sue you, Jaden Hollywood, but they can right. sue, sue the show. Right. Okay. And, and as an LLC, they can only come after the assets that is in the name of the LLC. Right. So if there's no money in the business bank account, if the business doesn't have nothing more than a MacBook, then that's all they could come after. But most likely what they're going to do before they even do that is before they even sue you, they're going to send a cease and desist usually. And on top of that, if they're going to sue you, they're going to if you're not making any money off of your podcast, then it wouldn't even be worth them sending do, going through the process of trying to get money from you and you haven't made any money off of it. Which is why so many independent podcasters use music because they're not checking for you right now. Right. But when you do make it to where you're trying to make it to and you get mil- and you get millions of listeners and their music is on it, well, they coming for you. I- yeah, but let's be real. There's a million podcasts out there and how many of those podcasts are really going to be getting to the point where they get a million listeners? I'm just trying to speak. I know what you're saying. But I'm trying to be positive. Okay. Because right. I'm, 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 okay, positivity is all good. I'm sitting but here thinking, because <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking, like, what are y'all making it for? Like, I mean, obviously, y'all want something out of it. So just know no. that. No. Some people just do some it. Some people as a just want to, okay. So the, not everybody thinks like us. Right, you got to right. understand that. I actually got mad this morning. Like, just a thought popped in my head, like, yo, how dare a podcaster. You know, get my time and then stop podcasting. Like, are you serious? Like, are you serious about this? Like, you, you y'all done? And then they pop up. Yo, we back? No, I'm I'm already doing something else with my time. Mm-hmm. It's like for me, I'm here every day. So no, I don't understand when people just be like, I need to. I'm I'm not doing it no more. And then come back and be like, we're back. This is me when it comes yeah. to the podcast thing. Yeah, but that's because this is. But that's a very important part of your business. So that's why you're going to view it differently than other people. Right. While for other people, like for me, like I know why the you bottom did it. line podcast. Well, the un- unapologetic podcast. I felt like the original reason why I started that podcast. It it wasn't working anymore. Like it just wasn't. I wasn't getting the point across that I like. People weren't really gravitating to. The content that I was putting out there I mean I was getting listeners But I felt like I really wanted to change The mindset of people mm-hmm. And I felt like People are so used to conflict That That wasn't working They don't want to hear that shit They don't want to hear The woke shit Right right. right. You know They want to hear They want to hear about Cardi B throwing a shoe At Nicki Minaj mm-hmm. And I got sick and tired Of talking about celebrities mm-hmm. You know And when I went on That three month Social media break Even coming back To social media Like a lot of the stuff That I see I'm disgusted mm-hmm. You're a 50 year old woman With your Bent over You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about Like doing thirst traps Like mm-hmm. are you serious Yeah Are you fucking serious You're fucking 50 You're a grandmother <laughs> You know, women over here uh, in a in a thong shaking their ass with the baby right there. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Your three year old is hungry. But just like we talked about five minutes ago, social media attention is right. Like- and 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 these people, I, I I'm all up for you know you posting a nice photo. Maybe you got a low cut shirt on, your face looking nice. Okay, I get it. You want a little attention, but some people just go. Some people really just need to cut the social media shit and get a therapist mm-hmm. because there's Definitely. a lot of things, there's a lot of problems you're trying to solve. 
that's underlying that you trying to seek social media as the solution for, and that's not the case. That's not going to work. I mean, Drake said it in the song when it came to married couples. I know a girl that's happy married till she put down her phone. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's it, it, Drake, Ooh. that song, wow. period, had mad captions in it that I could relate to. So people, like he said, they, they, that's their therapy. It's therapeutic. And not just that, I'm going to let you go, but Nina Torres, um, I don't know if she listens to this podcast anymore, but she's a, a she in an audio fan group, network group. Um, I'm, I'm cool with Nina Torres. She just posted a picture of five married couples kissing, black couples, right. black married couples. And the caption was, we need to get back to showing people how positive marriage is, something like that. But in the caps, but in the comments, you can see people saying, bro, four out of five of these couples ain't happy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, right. why, why, why should we paint the picture of what they're not probably happy? Right. So it's, it's just like, it's a facade. well, it's I, a I do kind of agree with her a little bit. I think what she's trying to say is that we need to show less conflict and show more positivity right. as far as black love. So that part, I kind of black love, but don't tell me, oh, this is marriage, like because we know, right, right, we right, know. Right, it's yeah, not, yeah, it's yeah. not, it's not, it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like you said, yeah, people just need to get a therapist. Get, Find somebody to talk to because it's, you know, like it's stupid. Like, yeah, it's, it's stupid. I had the thought today. I seen a girl. My, uh, it's off topic, but she was in my friends. You may know. So, booty shorts, all thighs showing, tattoo, smiling, and then one of her posts was, "Where are all these con- uh, friend requests coming from? It's really pissing me off." Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Mm. Yeah, that 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 yeah. A lot of people that you see do stuff like that actually do have real mental disorders. What? Like a lot of the insta thoughts that I see, I three posts later will talk about I'm depressed, especially on Twitter. Right. We gonna we gonna get back on topic, but we now we yeah. talking about mental health. I just want to add one thing, and this is something I was thinking about earlier, and I'm a victim of it as well. You'll have three, four, five thousand people following you, and you're looking for one person to like or comment or view your story and they don't and it has a huge effect on you so we could be talking about stuff like that to where we'll collect thousands of people to follow us but if that one person or two three people do not reach out to you in any way you'll feel some type of way so that's what we need to like when you say therapist or or just like get off social media we hurting ourselves just standing there watching, waiting for somebody, waiting for that one person to comment or like, and right. it ain't going to happen. Get right. off social media, meditate, do yoga, do some push-ups, but just, <laughs> just need to move on. But, Jay, get to the second question, please. Oh, the second question is, um, how do you establish small business credit? Well, establishing small business credit, it's similar to personal credit, but it's a little different. There's a lot of... Um, like pre-steps that you need to do before even submitting an application. Um, So that would be having a physical address that's not a home address and that's not a post office. Uh, Of course, having your EIN, having your um, state business license um, and uh, Dunn's number. And then there's other reporting agencies that you want to get your business set up with. Mm-hmm. Once you do that, then um, then what we do is we get you established with a few different um, a few different companies that will extend credit to businesses that not, might not have that credit history. 
Um, so mm-hmm. all of this is something that if somebody was interested in, they could book a consultation with me and then we would, I would walk them through doing, completing that. Cause it, I know it sounds like a lot, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just wanted to put out the, the process. That's, that's how it is. Um, so you want to have at least, you want to have at least like six accounts reporting. So you want to have credit card accounts, you want to have vendor credit accounts, um, and possibly lines of credit. But there's a there's a process into getting that. Like you don't want to go ahead and apply for a line of credit or apply for a credit card and you didn't do and that might be step eight and you didn't do step one through seven because then you have a denial reporting to these agencies and you don't want that either. That's exactly what I did. So effective planning is very important in this in this. Um and it's really worth the money, honestly. Mm-hmm. I did that. I went straight for the credit card. Like, oh, let me see what I can do. What I company got. did you? Um, I don't remember. I was just doing, um, I was searching for business credit cards, and I was just looking for the ratings. Oh, um, yeah, nah. And it was nah. just like, well, this one's four and a half, and no, so I said, let me try. Nah. Mm-mm. Well, you know, we'll be having a conversation for A lot yeah, of us don't yeah. know. That's okay. You know, I went straight for, okay, like, what can I get? A business credit card? How can but I- that's your fault, though, because I did extend the tree branch. You did. You did. But a lot of this stuff just comes at random times. Like, I'll be at work, bored, 10 hours a day. Like, what can I do? I do a lot of my um, activities Doing working hours. You don't want to say. say that on the air, Listen, just in case the wrong person might. And then they go say you stealing time. <laughs> I they're lucky I'm there, bro. Like I was really on some type of time where I was just like, fam, I'm ready to dip. This ain't for me. Like I was really going through the motions. Like I don't know how long I can do that. Like I'm not a, sitting down for ten hours. I think you're just you just feel that way because you're not interested in the job that you do. Like for me, like people, people automatically thought that because I started my business and I was going to quit my full time job. And no, that's not happening because I actually enjoy accounting. Like I spent five years getting my undergrad degree. I'm spending a year of my life having no pretty much no social life so that I can obtain my CPA. So, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah, I, I, All those sacrifices, yeah. you're going to reap these benefits. No, like, seriously, I don't think people understand. When I'm studying for a CPA exam, it's usually a two-month process, a two- to three-month process. That that process involves me working 50 hours a week at my, at my full-time job and then studying 40 hours a week, okay? So on the weekends, like, when I get home Friday, I shut my my front door and I don't see the sun again until Monday morning when I go to mm-hmm. work. And I'm usually like, um, I'll go home Friday, take a nap, wake up at like eight or nine o'clock or ten o'clock, and then I'm studying till like six o'clock in the morning. And then I'm taking a three hour nap, and then I'm studying another eight hours, and then taking a th- like I don't I don't go to sleep. Like I just take naps. And then a couple of days before the exam, it's a it's like a I take a couple of days off, so it might be three or four days. And I just make sure that the fridge is stocked up. I make sure I got freaking bananas, spinach, water, you know, so it's not straight junk food. And I'm literally like disappear, like naps only. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? As you should. Like up, up, like I up for like 16 hours, not even 16 hours, probably only sleeping like in three to four hour intervals. Well, it's great that you mentioned that because later on I want to touch on a little bit what Steve Harvey had to say about rich oh, people. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about that. But um, <clears throat> the next question: Is it possible to build business credit with poor personal credit? Actually, it is. I'm looking at this question. Um, oh yeah, somebody on Instagram Live said that 
I think she said she went to Credit Capital One. Oh yeah, and she was denied. Yeah, that's uh, one of the sponsors for the I Am King event. So okay. she um so she's a she's a retailer. She went to Capital One without doing the research mm-hmm. and got denied. I did for too. Business credit Don't card. feel bad. So yeah, that, I'm telling y'all, y'all will always get denied without doing the right steps. But yeah, you can um, definitely build business credit without personal credit. A lot there's what I get my clients to do is um, I get them to. Establish business credit without even using their social. So yes, it's very possible. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, actually, when I did it, I used the EIN number. Right. And I was like, if I stay away from my social, I might be in good business. But no, didn't work that way. It's, it's probably because the EIN number is like easy to get. Right. Okay. Like, it's you. You can get that without even a pan, I believe. Right. So like that's just you signing up. So that's what I did before. Like, I didn't even do the whole paying, the filing. I ain't do none of that. So it, it's making sense with, your, with the, the steps that you're saying. Yep. God damn it. I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> uh, next question. Um, what should you look for when shopping for a credit card, business credit card? Well, business credit card and personal credit card, it's a, it's a variety of different things because all of them have different benefits. So it really depends on what your needs are. So, um, if you're looking for for if you're if you're looking for a business credit card with a large um, available balance, that might be something that you want to look for because you because at at the end of the day, the more available credit that you have as a business, the better that it, that it's going to look for you. As far as okay, you have you have a hundred thousand dollars in available credit, and you're only using one thousand dollars of that. And, you know what I'm saying, you keep it low every month, month after month after month. That looks excellent in the eyes of um, any any creditor or anything. Let's say you want to get a, a car or whatever. That looks great. Um, the same goes for personal. But with personal, you to me, I like to look for cars that have rewards. And it really depends on what kind of activity you do. Let's say if you are if you are a restaurant owner... I have restaurant owner clients who go out to eat a lot and it's research and development. Cause if you think about it, you're researching. If I own, if I own um, a taco spot across the street, I want to see what the competition is looking right. like. I want to know what their menu layout. I want to see, I want to taste the ingredients. I want to see how, um, how long the wait time is, all of that. So Scouting it's re- not the problem, the, the competition. Exactly. So it makes sense for you to get a rewards card that's going to reward you for eating at restaurants. Mm. If you travel a lot, if you're like me and you like to make money moves, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> get you a little travel card that every time you, um, every time you go ahead and you buy flight, you get points. Mm. Um, and sometimes you can get a card. I know American Express has it where every dollar that you spend, gets you points that you can redeem for travel. So while I don't recommend people pay their taxes with a credit card, I know people that will put $20,000 of taxes on their credit card because the fee, let's say, let's say you put 20,000 on your credit card for taxes. You get the credit card fee. Let's just say it's $200, right? Hypothetically, the amount of points that you're going to get is going to be worth a $900 flight. Damn. So it makes sense. You that's a net that's a at the bottom line is you got a net profit of seven hundred dollars. Mm. So um, that's that. Also, interest rates. Now, a lot of credit cards 
I haven't seen much variability as far as interest rates are concerned. So even American Express offers interest rates of like 20-something percent, which was shocking to me. Because before working in accounting, everybody talked like American Express was the best card to have. But I guess it's because they really do expect you to never have a balance that goes month to month. Like Mm -hmm. they really expect you to pay it off all in that month. So... Some int- uh, some cards are going to offer a low APR in general, and then some. So for me, I like to I like those cards that offer zero percent APR for eighteen months. So what I do is I take I, I let's say I have a uh, I have a credit card that has a sixteen thousand uh, dollar credit line, right? Mm-hmm. So every year, what I'll do is I'll shift over some of my debt that I'm paying interest on into that credit card. I do a balance transfer and the balance transfer fee is only like 2% versus the 9% that I'm paying on that debt. Mm -hmm. And then for 12 months, I'm not paying any interest. And then after the 12 months, I just pay it all off. Okay, I'm I'm paying $25. So example, last September, I put a few thousand dollars on that credit card. So every month since then, I've just been paying only $25, and I haven't been charged interest. So this year in September, I'm going to pay it off completely, and they're going to offer me again to do that uh, Mm -hmm. transfer for 0%, and I'm going to do it again with a different debt. Mm. Okay. Okay. Because it's very important. Like people complain about paying student loans and they want to put it in forbearance. I'm just and and then they be making like four thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how the fuck you make four thousand dollars a month and you claim you can't pay your student loans? You tripping? One, they don't want to pay. Right. Just do it because mm-hmm. if because if you didn't go to school, you wouldn't be making the money that you're making mm-hmm. now. So just go ahead and the earlier you pay it off, literally, the better. What a lot of people do is that they'll be like, oh, yeah, I make um, some people, they they make two student loan payments. And what they don't realize is that they're paying ahead. Right. So mm-hmm. they'll, they'll pay like March and, and April. Yeah. But what they're not realizing is with every payment that you make, part of it goes to interest. Part of it goes to principal. Mm-hmm. Principal is actually the amount of money that you owe the company and interest is the fee that they charge you to borrow that money, okay? So the earlier you pay off the principal, the less interest that you have over the um, over the life of the loan. Yeah. So if you if you get a new car, try to stretch it out to six years, however long they'll give you, but pay it off in like two or three years. Mm. That's what I'm doing with my car. I'm paying it off this year. I so mean, it was only like a $10,000 loan. For the credit, I was told uh, don't use no more than thirty five percent. Yeah, don't use thirty. Yeah, don't use over thirty percent. Mm. Right. Credit use credit utilization is a big part of credit. Um, your credit, your personal credit score. So that's when you said having a big balance. Mm-hmm. Um, so is it false that they say having a lot of available credit is bad? Also, who said that? I was told that you need because- a little. You need a little uh, drop that says who said that. <laughs> now, where's, where's that bullshit? <laughs> um, somebody told me that uh, they were saying that because um, creditors are look at it as like, well, you have available credit. Why aren't you using it? But okay, so I'm glad that was debunked. Yeah. So you, I mean, you want to. You want to. Okay. So here's the thing. You want to know what date the creditor is going to report to the credit bureau. And so if they're going to report on the 31st, let's say they report on the 31st and your um, and your your electricity bill is due on the 25th. You want to 
put your electricity bill on auto draft to charge your credit card. You also want to put your phone bill and hmm, what other small bill? You know, the little small bills that you might forget about, right? And then after the 31st, it shows that you're using less than that 30%, um, ideally maybe like 10%, then you pay it off. Mm -hmm. So it shows that it's active, but you're using a small percent. Okay. So if you're not using it at all, maybe that's where, you know, that's what the person was trying to get at. Okay. If you're not using it at all, then that sometimes can be a problem. Or gas, like gas, right? Like if you just want to use your credit card for like $30 of Mm -hmm. gas. Depending yeah. on how much you got, just make sure you pay it back. But yeah. you, use your credit card for just like gas. So. Yeah. Um, that's another option. You could literally take your credit card and just put it in the uh, in your glove. Well, I don't know what areas y'all live in, but for me, I don't have to worry about somebody breaking into my car. <laughs> okay. So I, right. just, just, you know, for the listeners, if you live in one of those areas where you think your car might get broken into, then don't do that. But um, I did that for a while. I just put the credit card in my glove box, and when I would go get gas, I would always use that credit card for mm. gas only. So, how do you get credit? How do you get a credit card if you have bad credit history? Um, there's a couple different ways. The first way, first of all, I would try to repair my client's credit see what we can do to get that credit score up but some people are just in situations where there's really not much that i can do as far as the repair is concerned Mm -hmm. and we have to be in the rebuilding stage so let's say you filed bankruptcy a couple of years ago i mean a couple of months ago and it just got discharged now your credit score is like at four something um and you're talking to somebody who credit score was in the 400 mm-hmm. and now my credit score is above 750 mm-hmm. so when That's i say shit. this i've i've been there it's no judgment but um but, but before you continue you, give the listeners hope so you went from four to seven plus yeah how long what's the time frame um everybody wants microwave that took me i started well it dipped in 2016 and then it went up, went back up in 2018. So it took two years. Okay, that that's not long at all, people. Uh-huh. Just don't think that you know you can do it tomorrow. Right. It's gonna be at least uh, a year to get to to rebuild your your credit. Okay. Um. So what I would do, there's certain companies that I know will give people that are in that rebuilding stage a credit card and you're, and they start you out with a small credit limit of 500. And then after a year you can get that. Um, so I started out with 500 on that one credit card after a year, it went up to a thousand. And then, um, after two years, it just went up to 2000. I was out at the movies. I was just checking my available balance. I was like, Whoa, what yeah. the fuck is going on? You know, well, and, extra then, credit come and then you yeah. got to, and then you got to be smart about it because yeah. somebody just dropped two thousand in your pocket. Right. You might think, "Let me go buy something." No, <laughs> with, with, with me, it's it just kind of throws off because I have a very, I'm very routine when it comes to credit and all of that and bill spending, and I know I get paid two days out the month, so I already know when I get paid exactly what bill two like, times out the month. Yeah, like a, like at three o'clock in the morning, I'm up paying bills. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm very that type of person. So it just kind of those those off the math a little bit. But for me, hey, it, it 
I don't mind it. Hey, give me more credit. That's mm-hmm. good. But um, yeah, there's a couple of credit cards that will give you that people they will approve you for your net rebuilding stage if you have the income. Also, you can do a secure credit card. Mm-hmm. Do y'all know how a secure credit card works? I have one. Well, yes. I had one. Okay. I had one. You you actually put your money down and use your money, and then over time, they um if you. Mm, well, okay. So what me, I did, okay. Let me tell you what I did. What I did was I gave Wells Fargo three hundred dollars. No, 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 no. You, 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 you explaining it right, but okay. The verbiage. I want to. Of course, I just, of course, my verbiage yeah, is off. So, I know that. So let me just <laughs> let me just specify it. So the usually the way credit cards works is somebody just gives you a, an available balance. Yeah. You use it and then you pay it back, right? Mm-hmm. And that is unsecured. A secured credit card is where you give somebody, let's say, $300, and they hold that as security. In the, in the event that you default on that credit card. So by them having that money, that $300 as security, they're more likely to be like, okay, well, I mean, worst case scenario, they could flee the country, but we still got that $300. We got your, we got your bread. So, yeah, it's way easier to get a secure credit card. Okay, one question, because we definitely got to move on to other topics. But okay. I have one question that I know that a lot of people want the answer to, because I want the answer to. You're looking at Credit Karma, you're looking at whatever you're looking at, mm-hmm. and you have about three, four things on your credit, and you're getting calls and emails from people saying, hey, Give us this. We don't want it all. Let's say you got 500 but they say give us 200 right now. Boom. What's your take on that? Because I've heard some people say don't do it. I've heard people say do it. I've heard people say do it only Do it only if they promise to remove the credit from your credit. So yeah. what's that? So if you have a creditor, let's say you have a derogatory mark on your credit report, Let's say T-Mobile has been reporting to the credit bureaus that you that you owe them five hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and you are getting collection calls. You can, you, like you said, you could pay it, but there's a chance that they won't take that off your credit. So you can do what's called to pay and delete. So um, if if I had a client that was in that situation, I would work up a letter to send to that creditor, and they would have to send back to that client in writing that if this debt were paid or settled at any given amount, whatever amount they specify, then they will remove it from their credit report. Um, I'm going to tell you a little secret. Um, it's something called a Z payment. A Z payment is the minimum amount that they are willing to take on this debt. Usually 20% if it's like three years old, right? Mm -hmm. So um, let's say you have a medical bill, it's $1,000, and they're calling you saying that you need to pay it. And and this literally works. I said, look, I'm not going to waste your time, nor am I going to waste mine. What's the Z payment on this? (laughs) I can give you you $50 today. You can wipe it off your books, and you don't got to worry about calling me no more. And I don't got to worry about you calling me no more. So what do you say? And in addition to that, I'm going to need you to... Remove it from my credit report, and guess what? It I didn't, it didn't work for the fifty dollars, but it worked for a hundred dollars. Okay, and it it was wiped off my credit. They and they mailed me a letter saying that the debt has been paid and, and that it's been settled, and it was it was cool. So that's one thing. But some people they really don't have an incentive to take it off your credit report. So some people won't. But um, if they want their money, then they're going to do a pay and delete. But sometimes they require. Hundred percent of the payment, right? So y'all hear that? So if you do make the payment, the partial payment that they are asking for, that does not guarantee that they will remove it from your credit, right? And By it, default, they're going to report that it's been paid, mm-hmm. and it's still going to be on your credit. Okay, 
Um, one more thing, though. One more thing before mm-hmm. we move on. The I Am King uh, uh, show you have coming up. Yeah. Tell us about that real quick. So the I Am King, it's going to be very different than what you've seen. You know, okay. um, I think that a lot of people are now getting into the field of doing live shows and a lot of people are, um, and I wanted to do something like that, but I wanted to do something different. I wanted to do something with a purpose. So I Am King is an event to uplift black men. Mm-hmm. I feel like we got a lot. We, I mean, yeah, as we're still a minority, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So our struggles are very different than that of black women, but we do have our own struggles and we do have shit that we go through and shit that we encounter on it every fucking day. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? Like I here in even in Pennsylvania, I go I went out to breakfast this morning and I got white people staring at me like they what don't see. What part of Pennsylvania were you in? I was in I think Morrisville, Pennsylvania. Yeah. I thought I was the only person who cuz I'm in a band. I'm in an urban pop mm-hmm. band and a lot of our shows are in upstate like or in the countries of Pennsylvania, right? And they look at me like, "Why are you so uncomfortable?" I'm like, "Bro, like you gotta understand, like I'm black, black. Yeah, it's the way I look. Is I'm I have on Jordans, I have on sweats, I have a little bit of jewelry on. Like I'm, like I don't look like y'all because the one the singer he's Puerto Rican, but he looks white, and then uh, the rapper he's uh, he's black, but. He has an alternative uh, yeah, style. Uh, look, so, yeah, yeah, the blonde hair switched oh, over. Okay, yeah, it's dyed. So he's passing, kind of correct. So, and they're just like, "Yo, relax." I'm like, "Nah, you don't understand." Well, so by you saying that, I learned some even, of that though by driving Uber to where if you make one wrong turn, this was like during election time. It was like there was so many vote for Trump, um, you know, uh, signs outside of the lawns that don't make them bad people. But you do understand that there's certain parts of every state mm-hmm. that when you make that turn, those people aren't used to brown, black men, black people at all being down that territory. And I saw that. I was like, wow, like every you think, you know, a state because you're from because you be in one part mm-hmm. and it don't be like that. And just as just as you said, how you felt like you were the only one. I want to have conversations like that at this event. Yeah. So um, I have a panel of other black male podcasters and content creators because I feel like we all technically do have influence. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People listen to our voices just like that dude stopped, though, stopped, yeah. got out his truck, dapped you up, said he was a fan. You know, we, and I think it's, it's really our duty mm-hmm. to Absolutely. use our influence for change. Mm-hmm. So at this event, it's going to be a dress up type of event. And this is another thing that people are not used to. They're used to showing up, however. But at this event, why would you not want to? Why, why would you not want to just dress up for once? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like even if it's one day a year, you mm. know. Confidence. It's, yeah, it's it's it's, it's confidence. Guilty. And number one, <laughs> even, even you if probably don't got nothing in the closet. That's fine. So you got to do what you got to do. You got time to find something. Guess though. what? If it was somebody's wedding, yeah, you would do it. You would do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm so go ahead. Even you ain't got to get you a tie. Go ahead, get you a nice dresser and some dress pants. I, I do have a couple and from leave the Jordans from, at home. I do have a couple from uh, uh, Express. Not uh, Express. Uh, American Eagle. So I I I do have. I'm big, so I don't like how I fit in the suits. But I do have some fitted button ups that I'm comfortable. So I, I am addressing that. So sometimes, it's just, uh. so I mistakenly watch a little bit of Love and Hip Hop 
a few days ago. <laughs> Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. I'm dead ass. I don't I don't watch it. <laughs> but that show, Love and Hip Hop, is so popular. You just hear certain stories. Certain stories just like to uh, bounce on your timeline or on social media. One story that I've always known about is the Kirk and Rashida situation where everybody was killing Kirk because uh, he had, I think, a baby on his side and was just cheating on his woman, and she just kept taking him back, blah, blah, blah. So the only two people like, well, and young Jock I know, but Rashida and Kirk took a bunch of their friends to this couple's retreat Mm -hmm. in the cabins, in the woods, and they all together talking about, um, you know, just being honest with each other. One of the scenarios that I saw, and I don't remember, and I don't know the young man or the young lady's name because, once again, I don't watch the show. The guy came out and was just like, listen, I know you heard a lot, but what you heard wasn't true. I love you, you my girl, this, that, and the third. So the young lady said, since we all being truthful, you remember that time you saw my phone and it was a guy and you and I told you it was nothing? Well, we actually did have something going on. Uh, and she said, forgive me, right then and there. Now, I wanted this to be a topic because we're at a couple's retreat. Yes, we are. Where you got to get our shit off our chest and come out as better people and a better couple. But should you have to accept an apology right then and there, regardless of where you at, without even thinking about it, sleeping on it? Should you have to it? accept it or should you have to give it? Her? Oh, okay, yes. Well, she said, forgive me, like right there. Like, listen, oh. listen I did this. Forgive me. But you're at a couple's retreat and everybody's getting their stuff off. But in this situation, everybody already knew what it was. That's selfish you for even requiring that. I just dropped this big ass bomb on you and I want you to swallow that pill right then and there. That shit going, even if I say, oh, apology accepted, it's still going to tear me up tomorrow. And (laughs) it's tough because even if you did, because you're surrounded by this. So now you can't be the eyeball and be like, nah, and, and ruin the whole event. Nah, so we know how men are. We'll be we'll we'll mask it and be like, Yeah, I forgive you. But now you really taking bad energy back out the cabin, which that wasn't what we came here for. We was we came here to get it all out. You just created a whole nother bad So at that time you have to almost say, like I, 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 that's this. Like, like, let's talk about this later. Like, that's completely inappropriate. She should have talked yeah, about that's it. That's completely inappropriate. Like, I just think the whole concept of living love and hip hop is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That one people are in these fake ass relationships yeah. for a storyline. If that's what I, if if that's what you like, then watch soap operas. Mm-hmm. But talk about for it. the people that are really going through shit. For that shit to be exposed on TV, like Tierra Marie has been, has, she has, her life has been destroyed by love and hip hop. It's, it has enabled her to be an alcoholic. It has exposed her whole body to the world. And she was making progress to, to sobriety, but after, the whole clout chasing dude that she was with exposed her just for a fucking storyline and for a check. Now she's back to being an alcoholic. It's not worth it. It's not worth exposing your dirty laundry on national television. No amount of money is worth ruining your life for. Go see a therapist, period. And for you to expect me to forgive you for something like that, like I don't... I need time to even process that mentally. Right, right. You know, so hell no. Like, especially if that was something that I asked you about or I had a hunch on. 
Right. And then now all of a sudden you're confessing like right now. But I guess she felt comfortable because I'm around. Yeah, of course she did. Yeah, she feels it comfortable now. It made sense now. that she felt comfortable yeah. to do that. But it didn't make sense that she did that on camera. Right. I thought I was bugging. I said, oh, my God, I got to talk about like, this you on are, the show. You are seriously tripping right now. That's why I can't do reality TV because I'm too real for that shit. Yeah, and it's not you reality. Know, and, and that's why Jocelyn always was beating up Stevie J because it's like, <laughs> are you serious right now? Yeah. Like, right now yeah. you're doing this, Stevie? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But it's, I always said it was it was fake. Um, it was well, scripted. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say I don't like to talk about it because I know... Somebody but, who's related to Mona. So but this is my like, thing, though. I'm close to that, that person. That might be... Reality TV is scripted and it is fake. We get that. But what I'm saying to you, well, let's just say, forget it's reality TV. Couples therapy and going to the cabin for the couples retreat, those are real things. It hap- yeah. That happens. That happens. So I don't really... I, I don't even know the couple's name. And then that happens, what you what you said. Like, it's someone either... Someone either... You find something out... You notice something different? I think we need to talk about what we know at the cabin. Like, we got issues, so let's take our issues to the cabin and work it out. Don't bring new issues to the cabin. Why would you even well, why well, would you even well, that's what it's for. But here's the thing. If there was no cameras, though, my opinion would be different. Because I felt like they are a group of, they are actually like a group of friends, mm-hmm. and this is a way of them healing all together. Mm-hmm. So if, let's say, I was in Kirk's shoes and my spouse had told me that they actually had cheated on me, the fact that you felt comfortable to tell the truth means that we're making progress. Okay. So I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be, I would, I would, of course, would still need time to process that, but I would be like, wow, like, if I want this, if I really want this marriage to work, I'm going to do what I have to do to to make it work. And then you have some people where you get to that level in life. Uh, people change. Mm-hmm. And forgiveness is forgiveness. Right. Drop anything on me at this. Like, tell me everything right now, and I'm going to forgive you for it as long as we move forward. Right. So so you, you can be on that type of time, too, to where forgiveness is forgiveness. And you can look at it as, I've done my dirt as well. And just because you know all my dirt and I didn't know yours does not make your dirt worse yeah. because you just right. dropped it on me. I, but I just know how men are. I know how people are. Yeah, he can't say nothing. He had a whole baby on her. So, well, no, not, not Kurt and Rashida. Just who, anybody. Who was it? it was. It was the two. It was a couple I didn't know the name of. Oh, okay. Rashida was like the leader of it. She's like, come on, yo, we got to get it together. And she and she told people that early in their relationship, she she cheated on Kurt, and nobody knew that. So young, so um, Scrappy was just like. Word like nobody knew that. So as everybody was getting their stuff off, this is when the young lady decided to say, "You remember that time?" Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> so that that was that situation was actually probably fake. I thought that you were talking about Kirk and Rashida. Oh no, 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 no. Where then that would have made sense, but yeah. What but I, but it, it doesn't change the whole my whole mindset on what happened. When yeah. it comes to forgiveness and taking somebody back, my whole my theory is like. You caught him cheating or you caught her cheating and you decided to continue on in the relationship, the marriage. That's your forgiveness right there. You can no longer bring that up. They can. If they no, didn't, they can't. If they didn't heal. No, I, th- I think what he's saying is that a lot of people. OK, so let's say your spouse is 
is comes home maybe five minutes later than when they usually do, then you cannot use their past behavior to then oh, yeah, fuel yeah. an argument. That's what he's saying. Like, you have don't, to check don't, yourself. Yeah, don't don't keep bringing it back up because you said that you forgave me and we're moving. So on. what if I? So what if they forgave you on Sunday and then Tuesday you go home and you're like, what's wrong? And they bring it up because honestly they didn't really forgive you. That's so, what I'm saying. So now then the conversation is okay. Are we going to continue, or is it over? Are we splitting, or are right? We going to do continue? you need time? Yeah, it's not. It's it's, it's not a. That I, sounds real cold blooded, though. Like, but, but so so what are we doing here? To, you you're right. Oh, so you still mad about Sunday? No, 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 no. So are you leaving it now? No, 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 no. Because you, you can't change your mind. I'm I'm, I'm not saying that, yeah. but like you said, if if I go away on a trip and I don't answer my phone right then and there, and you bugging texting me, I knew it. You didn't change. Da 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 da. Like. I thought we yeah, were building that's trust. That's unhealthy. I, I, I thought we were Definitely. building trust here. So yeah. now, when I get back, we're going to revisit this conversation. Yeah, no. Ari, I did what I did. I admitted what I did. I, I, I admit but that, that. But me, that could be I on you up. too. Oh, I, I forgive you, or you know what? It's okay. Your actions. You shouldn't, have to, you shouldn't believe that though. Your like, actions, but but I'm saying your actions should also project that I'm changing. Your actions should show that change. Right. So if right. I'm showing change, but yet two, three months down the line, you have an emotional moment. And you're throwing it back in my face. Let's go back to the table. You, obviously, you're not or, over or therapy. Don't or, just don't just therapy. give them the because just because. But I'm saying just because a person say I forgive you don't necessarily mean they know how to even do that. Mean what you say, say what you mean. We some of us ain't equipped to do that though, Jack. Mean yeah, what but, you say, but, but I've been there but, to where no, yeah. you try to sweep stuff under the rug, rug, and you'd be like, "Yo, you it's still there." But but what Jay what Jay is saying is that don't say you forgive me if you haven't really forgiven me. Take the steps that you need to do to honestly forgive me. If you need to take time out, if we need to break up, then that's cool. Let's do that for now until you can get to the stage where you can fit, where you can forgive me so we can be healthy. And I'm saying as two as three men who go to therapy, not everybody knows about that avenue. Not everybody Correct. thinks about that avenue. So when you just be like, I forgive you without even knowing how to forgive somebody or really you really don't forgive them. You, you just don't want to break up the home. You just don't want to uh, uh, crack the week because now I'm so used to this routine and I don't want to break up over this. But in reality, it's killing you. Therapy. So if two months down the line, if somebody yep. says this bothers me, it's because it always bothers them. They just can't hold it in no more. Well, guess what? Those people that you're talking about need to go to therapy. As people that have been to therapy and say that it works, it works. Yes, sir. Case right. closed. Next case. All right. <laughs> I want to touch on. And I know you might go, huh. No, let's just touch on it briefly, very briefly. I think my one statement is going to pretty much. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I already know. I ain't talking about Steve Harvey yet. I No, no, no. Aisha Curry. I already uh, know you were right. there because everybody was to talk about that. But here's the thing about that whole situation. I watched actually the whole episode and it was a very good episode. Right. But I feel like we as men, we're not going to relate to that. I Absolutely mean, we, not. You know, and it just is what it is. We don't have, and a lot of people are like, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's not for you to get it's right. You I definitely know, agree just with like, that. Just like some country music, I don't get it, and I don't feel. <laughs> I don't get on Twitter and be like, I don't understand this song. I don't. I don't get on Twitter. It's like I don't watch Game of Thrones. I don't understand how you guys like it. Like, okay, it's something that you don't understand. <laughs> this is not for you. You know, it just yeah. It's just that person was speaking their truth. She as very as as other as many other women feel like her self worth is um, dictated by validation of men. Mm -hmm. So the fact that men are not lusting after her makes her feel like she's 
less than. Mm -hmm. A lot of people feel that way. That's why you have the girls that's busting it wide open on Instagram and Twitter for free Mm -hmm. because they need that validation. It literally fuels them. Correct. So with that being said, she exposed that that was an insecurity that she had and that something that she's working through. Her husband appreciated her, her husband Mm -hmm. standing by her. I really don't think that there's much to say past that. My question, my, 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 because I put it out there to gain the thought process of other women. Mm -hmm. Of course, the arguments always turned into me taking a side. I said, no, I'm not taking a side. I said, she did one of two things. She either opened Pandora's box in her own home, in her bedroom, either saying Mm -hmm. Steph didn't appreciate her or show her love. Or she really wants the groupie attention or she wants the his attention and a groupie love. And people are screaming at me, watch the episode. I'm like, I watched it. <laughs> like, and I got that part. <laughs> a lot of people felt that way, too. They felt like, you know, if you're having problems at home, you don't take that on. It, but And she, she was talking about the groupies. But, yeah, she wasn't having she, problems at home. Right, like her husband, right, 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 right. She, said, she pretty much said my husband is perfect, but... I want to still know about that. He has groupies. How come I don't? Correct. It's pretty much what she said. So B, correct. Option B. And she got. Did you see the episode? No, just a clip. She before and after, or like before leading up to it, or Mm -mm. basically they asked the question of how do you handle the groupies. So Steph mom answers, and she answers, and she goes. She said it. She was like at first, um, Steph and I like he he's so friendly, so he would just talk. And I would have to interject myself because you know, I'm an adult. Da, da, da. Then she goes, you know, I see these women throwing themselves at Steph. And it's an insecurity I have is just like, well, well, why no one's throwing themselves at me? So and like she got checked immediately. Right. Like, by everyone at the table. Yeah. Like, including Willow. And they all said it as it because you're not looking for it. Right. And then something I wanted to say was women have to understand like. And they said it. They was like, when you're dealing with someone that's well-respected, a person's not going to try you. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I've, I, I'm, I'll admit it. I've been a, I'm, I'm a, I, I've been a bastard of it. Like, I've seen girls post things about their relationships. I slid in a DM. What's up? Want to talk about it? Want to shoulder to cry on? You get what I'm saying? You, you, you pr- prying on a week. I'm not going to lie. I've Here, done cry it. on my lap. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> right, right. Let's talk about it. You get what I'm saying? And the, it, sometimes it went that way. Sometimes it, it, it just became a true friend. But she didn't show signs of like weakness or like my relationship. Like your relationship looked perfect, perfect to the world. And people respect Steph Curry and so, how she carries herself. She carries herself as a a, a housewife type of situation, yeah, and so guys don't lust after that. We've we've seen this more times than not, and we just don't know it, right? I was listening to a podcast, right, and the Barack Obama Michelle Obama conversation came up, and somebody over complimented Michelle, and the host had to check him, like, "Bro, you don't talk about Michelle like that." Even though people might think of highly of Michelle, mm-hmm. you don't speak about Michelle in a sexual manner. Why? It's Barack Obama's wife. Yeah. We've yeah. seen, right, we've seen the situations happen recently with Nipsey Hussle and Lauren London, Lauren London, where a Kodak Black or somebody is, will say something and everybody who respects Nipsey say, bro, oh. no, you don't do that. That's because you he don't, was dead. But, but people was lusting after Lauren but, but But they lust, Lauren but, London, but what I'm saying is they lust over Michelle Obama, Beyonce. Aisha Curry gets lusted over. 
But because everybody does love Steph and Aisha Curry has built herself up to being America's mom, it's just like we think you're gorgeous, but we also yeah. But she's also the same Aisha Curry that was kicking people's back in. That too. So you can't you can't but, praise, no, no. But, praise but praise. But that's but that's to other women. The men, we oh, yeah. like she, well, her, she her DMs. She only said a couple of yeah. tweets that I saw, but nothing that was too Her big. DMs is still full. Her comments under her posts are still full. You can't tell me it's not, but like what the women said on the show, you're not looking. So when she goes, she wants that. My whole thing was, you got it. She gonna, Look at your DMs. She, yeah, she, she probably, gonna, she, yeah, that's what I'm saying. She, it's probably there. She just, they going to be so basketball wise soon. We've, no. No. <laughs> she's not doing that. Yeah. But nah. we've seen this. Like I said, when my man tried to overly compliment Michelle, no, fam, we don't do that. You don't, you don't talk about the president, the, the first lady like that. You don't over sexualize. Michelle Obama, you know, Lauren London, like you said, because of the Nipsey Hussle situation, you know, people going to check her if anybody over compliments uh, Lauren London. And honestly, everybody loves Steph. I so you're not, you don't, I, I don't know, but you're just not going to be like that. Like, for example, Gabrielle Union, she right. has sex appeal. Everybody knows she's married to Dwayne Wade. But when she posted that bikini picture, the basketball players was like, oh, my God. Why? Because Gabrielle Union has her own identity of sex appeal. Right. And mm-hmm. even though she's. Dwayne Wade's wife, and everybody respects Dwayne Wade. Gabrielle Union still has this glow around her of sex appeal. Aisha Curry has built herself up as just, I'm a wife, I'm a mom, I bake cookies with a, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is what I do. Shit, look at Iman Shepard and um, Tiana Teller. Tiana Teller, she's a sex, it's yeah, sex she's appeal. she's a sex symbol. So though. if she posts something, everybody's going to go nuts because that's her energy. But Aisha still, Curry doesn't have that energy. Correct, right, correct, right, correct. Right, so right, shit, yeah. even, Whitney even uh, cheated with Denzel and Preacher's wife. So, you know what I mean? You know. <laughs> hey, listen, baby. <laughs> like, it's like, uh, it's crazy, bro. Like, I, I'm glad that situation is over. We kind of sure don't. I'm so glad. Yes, I'm tired. But I just hated the fact that it turned the two men are stupid. That's That was my yeah. whole thing. It I, just turned- I, I, I like this conversation that yeah. we all had. I felt like we all brought great points to it. So, hopefully, so that's, that gets But the- that's why... I hated the whole men are stupid thing because it's like we know what she's saying. We also know that if Steph Curry was to say, my wife gets a lot of attention, I would definitely like some groupies he'd get killed for. We know that, though. It's logic It's a double standard. It's logic But just like what Joel said on Social Gibberish, they just recorded, um, when a woman wants attention, they just want attention. If a man wants attention, he has attention. He has the thing to go a little step further. So if Steph say, I want some groupies, if he got them, he might not be able to control himself. Right. Women, on the other hand, they can have groupies and not go there with it. So it's different, I guess. You know, kind of makes no, sense to when he broke it down. No, I guess. Yeah, it's well, a difference. But you're going to have people who won't agree with that. But still, we think with the wrong right. thing. Right. If a man says, I want groupies, more than likely we want to do more than just have groupies. Right. If a woman say, I just want a few likes. Honestly, that's probably all they like. She that's said, all they want. I don't want it. I just want to know that she it's wanted, there. Yeah. I'm, yes. ve- I'm vegan. Do you have a bacon cheeseburger? Yes. I don't want it. I just want to know. But we've all been there before so. where somebody didn't offer you something because we already knew how you were. Wait a minute. So you're not going to offer me? Yeah, that the, shit trips me. The but you don't eat that. Me. It's not what I said. You're not going to offer it's me the, thought, the, the, thought that the triple stack? I do that all, I do that all the time. I'm like, you ain't, you ain't invite me out. Well, you always booked on the weekend. Give me the opportunity to say yes. Right. Let me say no. Yeah. Don't and say once no I, Once me. I know that, then I'll text that friend, hey, I know you're probably busy, but just wanted to extend the invite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just send an invite. You know I'm not going. Just send an invite. <laughs> you wasn't even in count. 
one more thing though before we get up out of here, man. I want to talk a little bit about Steve Harvey, man. What I wanted to connect. With, I wanted to connect with or what you said and what he said, Mister. I only take naps. Steve Harvey said that rich people don't sleep for eight hours. Uh, I, I you agree? Say I agree. So it's, for me, it's each his own. Not not. It depends on what, what their what their field is. I would say okay. Because I've known some producers who don't sleep. Dre, Timberland, yeah. like they don't it, rappers, entertainers. Well, he said millionaires. You're saying creators, but these are also millionaires yeah. moving to billionaires. Like, how, just, how often do you think Diddy sleep? Yeah, but when, see, when he said millionaire, I'm just thinking about it. Can be a creator, or it can just be somebody who just came across some bread and just runs a business and stuff like that. Who really isn't creative? Because now you're talking about people whose brains. Correct. Turn. And I might get an idea at one right, in the morning. You're right. So just a regular basic millionaire. Get ready. So I'm just saying a millionaire. I agree to that as well. Okay. So with Steve Harvey, y'all got to read between the lines. Okay. He's not saying, um, you know, that getting eight hours of sleep <clears throat> a night is um, you can't do that and be rich. What he's saying is y'all niggas is lazy. Y'all sleeping too much. Y'all not perfecting y'all craft. Y'all not mm. getting y'all education. Y'all complain about being broke and y'all not working overtime when it's available. Right. You're not chasing after the dreams. You're you're working that dead end job at Burger King when you really want to be a chef. So instead of going to culinary school, you just work your twenty hours a week at Burger King. And if they if they say they need somebody to leave early, you're the first one to jump. Mm. I think that's really what. He He's saying, I don't, I don't, I'm not looking at it like, oh my God, I could only get seven hours of sleep because Steve Harvey said so in his book. Um, and I think that it, I think it's very important to say that there is, it's, it's important to find balance. So while, yes, five months of the year I do, I am working overtime and I'm, I am putting that stress on my body. For the rest of the year, I'm making sure that I'm finding balance. I'm making sure that I overcompensate in releasing dopamine. By by going to different cities, meeting new people, and gaining new experiences for the dopamine that was lacked for that five months. Um, so, and I'm making sure that I get my sleep because if I don't, then I'm going to look like I'm 50 when I'm 30. Mm. So, I think it's and that be it, angry I, at the same time, right? So, it's important. It's not healthy to get only four hours of sleep a night for the whole for every single night that's not healthy but if you if that's what you have to do for a few months then that's okay to get your project done right. whatever you gotta get done when I wasn't on social media yo I would literally get home at 9 o'clock and then be working on my business for like 3 or 4 hours a night I built both of my websites letsmakemoneymoves.com and improvemycredit.info pretty much from scratch all of the merchant account stuff that I got that I did all of the the certifications and the education I did on my own and that takes hours, like lots of time. But I just did it for them because I knew I didn't want to do that the whole year. Mm. I think we need to uh, adapt the ability to, to take, to inhale the good shit and exhale the bad shit. Mm-hmm. Steve Harvey already has a bad image amongst black people, one, and just period, uh, people, period, or men, period, from the whole think like a man situation. And then the thing that he did when he was talking about compromising yourself for the bag, mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So people are already looking at him as he can, he can, he can give, he could come out with a book that'll tell you exactly step by step how to become a millionaire. Some people will ignore it because they want oh, Steve Harvey be talking that bullshit. I'm not reading it. Well, also he lacks integrity. So do you want to become a millionaire? By following the rules of somebody that lacks integrity, I was going to say that it's because not that. It's just the fact that you you 
you can tell me some shit that I didn't know, or you could tell me some shit and I can interpret it. It's, it's all about a perception. And that was so something- I can interpret it a different way. So, all right, bro, that's lacking integrity. I would have done it this way to maintain my integrity. And that's or- something that I definitely wanted to touch on, not today, but I mean, we can briefly touch on it is if somebody gives you some gems, but they're not necessarily living that life, like Steve Harvey allegedly might be heading to his third divorce. But this is the man that wrote Think Like a Man, the book to where it's supposed to solve everybody's problem. So if you can't keep a marriage, or if you don't, if you still don't know how to find the right one, how are you writing these books? So, like you said, if, if Steve Harvey writes a book on how to become a millionaire, but <laughs> you're not credible, it's one. It, it's it's two things. Just like Jay said, sometimes you got to eat the chicken and spit out the bone. Right, right. I agree with Take that. Take it with a grain of salt. Even Hell everything yeah. that I said today on today's episode, I would still encourage people to do their research on before contacting me for a consultation. Absolutely. Um, because so what I say on here might not work for everybody. Um, also, with that, some people can teach people from their mistakes. Mm-hmm. So some people have ter- have had bad relationships and can teach people how to have a good relationship by not making the mistakes that they made. So that's what I think. Mm. Yeah, so it's almost okay. like you can't you can't tell me how to be a millionaire if you've never been. Well, here's a the, here's the thing. I have I give great relationship advice, don't I? Yeah. But I've never been in a, a relationship. Right. Because I see all the, I, I just, I'm just great at observing. I see all the mistakes that people around me have made and on TV. And I take that and I say, well, and, and also education and psychology. And I just say, well, you fit in this. And the reason why this is going on is nine times out of 10 because of this. So what you might want to do, here are some solutions. All right. But, but I'm not in a relationship. And that's right. not something that I want I think that either. can be different because I think that, like, the way you can help somebody, you're not in a relationship. And you don't have to be in a relationship to give relationship advice because relationship advice can also come from an individual standpoint. To where as individual self-love. Okay, okay, got right, it. As individual self-love, if you're not really dealing with that or working on that, how can you actually be with somebody else? So you can actually show people, like, listen, I see where this is hurting you and this is what you need to do better and without even knowing if if this person becomes better and this person becomes better, maybe they can come together and that relationship will work. As long as you're healthy in the realm that you're trying to teach people, then you can te- then you can yeah. give that advice. You might not be a millionaire, but you're financially healthy. You might not be uh a, you might not be a bodybuilder, but you're but you are healthy. Um, you might not be in a relationship, but you're emotionally healthy. And it's crazy just listening to this book, um Thinking How to Grow Rich, one of the um, chapters in the book, well, one of the topics in the book was speaking into existence. So where this one guy said, I'm going to be a millionaire by the end of the week. And he was, how he went by. But that's not for everybody. You understand? Because so, everybody don't believe it. And well, that's, some, that's, that's and hard some to people really don't have the resources. Right. That's, that's, that's what I'm getting at. When, like <laughs> he actually, there was somebody he could actually go to to write him that check. Right. Yeah. So what it was is, all right. So yeah, he didn't he, know he, at the time. He was a, he's a, he, he was a uh, pastor and he preached a sermon and he put out there that he's going to preach about what he would do if he had a million dollars. So during this sermon, he preached about it. Someone in it said, I, I like what you said. I'll give you the million dollars. Come to my office tomorrow. Now, in any event, if you had a mat, like if you had a hundred people listening to you speak, 
and you came out and said, well, here's an idea. My idea is I want to build a school that's going to teach kids and allow uh, the poor, uh, underprivileged kids to advance their creative side or one find person out their bite. creative somebody, somebody is either going to come to me with, I have someone who can help you, or I have a way that can help you obtain it. Not necessarily giving me the, the capital, but someone can own a building and be like, well, Sit down with me and let's turn my building into that. You get what I'm saying? Talk to me, Jaden Hollywood. I seen you scratching yeah, yeah, your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your reaction was I was just, <laughs> I was just, I just wanted to shut up and just be like say it. My skin <laughs> Speak is on crawling right now because those prosperity preachers are literally the new age scammers. Yeah. These black pastors out here are taking millions, thousands of dollars, yeah. buying Porsches, buying mansions, and not giving back to the community. Right. In my opinion, it is the black, if the black church is going to take 10% of your income, then it is the church's job to take that money and then put it back into the community to uplift the community to make more money moves. Because if you got poor people in your church and everybody's giving you 10% of their social security food stamps and WIC checks and they still on social security and food stamps and WIC checks five years, ten years later, then you're not doing your job as a pastor. Mm. Nobody in your church should be poor. Nobody in your church should not have a job. Let me tell you Basic why my mom closure, don't like talking repo. to me. My mom would be complaining about being broke, and I'd be like, but you go to church every Saturday and put money in that bucket. How mm. you broke and you put money in the bucket? I thought God was supposed to bless you, right? Mm. I thought Jesus is coming back to bless you, right? Mm. Okay, when is it happening? Because you're still broke. I don't get it. <laughs> you you complain about not having a job because of these restrictions. Okay, go talk to your pastor. Oh, he prayed for you, and mm. you still don't have a job. Wow. Hmm. It's coming, though. Okay. They believe it. Did he smoke okay. you with his coat? <laughs> <laughs> It's coming. He anoints you. Like, come on. Like, we got to be realistic. Like, salute to you. A lot of people don't want to have them conversations with their mother and their grandmothers. I think we talked about that uh, recently to where, like, you know, my grandmother, like, but just knowing what they went through and if what they believe is willful ignorance makes them happy. Right. All they went through, especially like a grand, uh, an elder. And And if this is what you like, cool. But I've said it on the show a few weeks ago. When I had questions, they couldn't answer them for me. I asked my mom, She went, went before she went back to Africa, I said, ask everybody, ask all the elders, before your country was colonized, what were your religious practices? And nobody knows. So y'all let these colonizers come in here, force this religion on y'all, and y'all still, y'all still on this shit. Okay. That's and, those like some of the same answers that I got was like, is Jesus black or white? Well, it don't matter. Well, if this, that, it don't. Okay. All right. <laughs> My mom literally said that, um, that the slaves were happy to be slaves mm. and that that's why they used to say Negro spirituals mm. and that slavery was good for our people. So mm. when she said that, I said, okay, there's, there's no hope for you. Yeah. You're, you're too deep into the shit. Yeah. Like that's like you, <laughs> there's no saving you mentally. I'm sorry. You're just stuck. It's just, it's, it's just what I got from it is, the elders were in a bad place, and then but and when listen, it came, listen, we're oh, adults. And when it, right, but see, we get it. There's no excuse because there's literally no excuse for willful ignorance in my world. Even with the trauma, see, we I experienced all, trauma. You experienced did, trauma, and I realized that the that the God is in me, and that I'm not going to be dependent on. I'm not. I'm not going to continue to let somebody brainwash me. But I could just say I get an elder. If your grandmother is seventy something years old. And the best thing that ever happened to her 
was Jesus. I can say I get it. I get you. I get where your peace comes from. But for us, you get it, or you you get it, and you respect. I it, get right? it. I, I get it from her. And who am I to tell her that the first thing and the only thing to make her feel whole and happy was Jesus, and me to just come in like Grandma? God is fake. It's, it's, no, it's, I'm, I'm not saying whatever. that. I'm not saying God yeah, is yeah, fake. Yeah, yeah, but you're, I know what you mean. You're not yeah. pushing your beliefs on people. Right. I'm the same way. I'm not a religious Especially, person. Especially, but if you came in here and said that, I might challenge you. But I just won't do it. To I'm not a religious person. I tell people all the time, I'm not religious. But I'm, if but I'm if you were, we'd have a conversation. We'd have a conversation. Just. To me, with my mother, knowing that what she went through, grandmothers, if you found peace and happiness in that, fine. But yeah. you know what that but you know what happens when you do that? That that willful ignorance bleeds over into everything, every aspect of their life. Mm-hmm. Even when it comes to interpersonal relationships, the toxicity that is very evident in the black community when it comes to parenting is it's something that has been swept under the rug for years. And I, I, I personally challenge everybody that's in my family that shares my last name. I'm not going to allow you to be willfully ignorant in any aspect and be a part of my life. Mm-hmm. I have an aunt that has been on income restricted, has been on income restricted housing since I've been a child in DC. Are you fucking serious? Mm. Yo, 30 years ago, you could have bought a house for like, less than $100,000 and you would be rich right now. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to allow you to think that that's okay for you to be on income housing, like like for you to be broke all the time. Now, I do get what you're saying because I, I guess what you're saying is they're waiting. Like because I plead my ties or whatever, they're waiting for someone or something America. to do something for them. Right. To where at the end of the day, it's already in you. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. Even I, sexual I abuse. Like and let's say somebody's uncle touched somebody in the family. They just sweep that under the rug, like God forgives him. It's gonna don't be all that. good. It, don't say that. No, no, no. Don't don't tell nobody. Right. Don't tell. No. T- t- tell everybody. Right. I mean, if this person genuinely has a problem, then they, yes, they do deserve forgiveness. But they gotta work through that first. Mm-hmm. They gotta. I gotta know that they've been to a therapist. That they've that they know they have a problem, and that they're working through not doing that again. Right. All right, man. So that was a very dope. Episode very like, dope. very very like a lot of great conversations, a lot of sound bites. Um, but with that being said, before we get out of here, Jaden Hollywood, uh, tell the people who you are once again. Your website, your uh, your, your social media handles, and um, yeah, yeah. So um, again, my name is Jaden Hollywood, also known as Mister Money Moves. You can follow me on all social media at the Great Jaden. Check out my website, Let's Make Money for anybody that's interested in um, financial life coaching services. If you're looking for credit repair services, if you have a credit score below 700, below 750, you should be contacting me. Um, rates start at $99 for a setup fee and then only $59 a month from there. So it's definitely affordable. It's much cheaper than a lot of these people that are out here scamming y'all, charging y'all $1,000. Um, but go to improvemycredit.info. Also, I'm having an event coming up in June called I Am King. Go to imking.eventbrite.com. Read the description. All the details are there. I expect to see you there. It's going to be a royal type of event. Mm. It's going to be a whole royal weekend. We're having an all-white party on Friday. We're having the event on Saturday. It's a bunch of things to do in the city on Saturday evening. And on Sunday, we're, um, we're doing a day party. So, yeah, it's going to be lit. Also, this shirt that I'm wearing, this King shirt, uh, 
Y'all should buy this. Support me. I bought a podcast brother hoodie. So, yeah, everybody. Where can um, I get one? If you go to letsmakemoneymoves.com slash store, you'll see. I only have two items on my store right now because <clears throat> this is actually the, I actually ordered three different samples of this shirt because I want to make sure that the quality was good. I want to make sure the fit was right. And I want to make sure that I could wash it and wear it again. Right. These people will sell you shirts that they paid three dollars for it and they sell it for 30 mm-hmm. and I, I if my profit margin is only two dollars per shirt that's fine because i know that when a man wears this shirt or whatever you identify as that says king you feel like a king yeah and that's the message i want to get out right. there so um that's that's why i'm selling this because i want our kings to know that we're kings we're not jailbirds we're not you know whatever derogatory term that people call us so order your shirts today bang bang Jay, you want to give some uh, final words? Where they can find you? Man, they know where they can find me. I was, <laughs> like I said, I'm 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 going on the website. I'm, mm. I'm I'm looking into all of this. So you know, DJ Big J on everything. Um, if you need a DJ, holla at your boy. Yeah, if you need a DJ, holla at your boy. Mm-hmm. Definitely Trailing quality up. DJ. I will say that. I mm-hmm. appreciate mm-hmm. it. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. So. And this was the Podcast Brothers episode 136, I believe. I didn't even shout out the number of the episode. We just went right into it. But, hey, it is what it is. 136. Fresco will be back next week. Uh, this was one episode 136. Visit the website, thebrotherspod.com. Shout out to subscribing, um, Jaden Hollywood. You got to subscribe, Jay. You just got to do it. I don't know. You just got to subscribe. The pod, thebrotherspod.com. Do that. Subscribe. Oh, also, I don't think um, I've seen you. happy Mother's Day to all happy the mothers. Happy Mother's Day to all um, the mothers. Not the single fathers, just just the yeah. mothers. I don't, think, I don't think men do that. I know. Some well, do. Some, some do. They, they the mother Y'all and the nasty. father. Y'all okay. nasty. I, I know, but. You are the father. You and, are. Okay, so everybody text your mother, text your baby mama, and tell them happy Mother's Day or give them a call, whatever. Yeah, man. Float your boat. Put all the put all the differences to the side for today. Like yes. they, they gave birth to yes. your child, your children. So just wish them a happy Mother's Day and keep it moving. You ain't the, gotta Yes. The the increase. least you can do is a text. If you don't want to yeah. have that go down that route. And understand, like somebody might have an issue with you, but t- to be thought of is is powerful. So. Right. so with that being said, we out. Man, how can you afford gas for that big SUV? I pay less for gas than everyone else. I got the free Get Upside Gas app and get up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time I buy gas. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're getting up to 25 cents off a gallon with the free Get Upside Gas app while I'm paying full price? You know it. People earned over a million dollars last year. You just got to take a picture of your gas receipt and bam, up to 25 cents a gallon cash back. You don't have to tell me twice. I'm downloading the free GetUpside Gas app now. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code NEXT for a 20-cent gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 45 cents a gallon on your next tank. Just download the free GetUpside app at the App Store or Google Play and use promo code NEXT. Save money on gas on every fill-up. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code NEXT. That's N-E-X-T.